It's Friday, August 4th, 2023. Welcome to episode 64 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler, and this edition of the Postcast, a sinkhole on Lincoln shuts down water and traffic, Mia Bonta's first piece of legislation for this session signed into law by Governor Newsom, and it helps break a logjam over a neglected piece of Alameda property. APD welcomes new officers. The algae bloom is back. Karen Jensen follows up on a question of city loans to private businesses. After almost 40 years, the torch is passed at Dance 10. Check out the adoption fair this weekend at the Alameda Animal Shelter. Congratulations in order for the Alameda Anchors, plus some great events on tap from Rhythmix Cultural Works and the West Alameda Business Association. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story... On Wednesday evening, just before 7 p.m., the city issued two AC alerts concerning the 2900 block of Lincoln Avenue. Due to a water main break, a sinkhole opened up at 2933 Lincoln, shutting off water to residents and closing off Lincoln from court to the 2930 block. East Bay Municipal Utility District was able to restore water service by midday Thursday, and the city was in the process of repairing the pavement as of Thursday evening. We're updating the story as conditions change at alamedapost.com news. Additionally, you'll find a link there to sign up for the AC Alert system that helps keep you informed of events that impact Alameda County residents. Mia Bonta's AB 1706 was signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom on July 27th, and it directly affects Alameda. The first of Bonta's bills to be signed into law this year, AB 1706 arranged for reconfiguration of private and public lands at the former Ensenal Terminal. The 32-acre property on Clement next to Wind River and near the new Altastar Harbor Apartments has sat vacant for over 10 years. The reconfiguration paves the way for 589 housing units to be built, with 80 in the affordable housing category, 25 for families of four with annual incomes of 68500 or less, 20 for families with 109600 or less, and 35 for families of four with annual incomes of $150,700 or less. The developer, North Waterfront Cove LLC, has presented plans that include a rerouting of the Bay Trail, a public kayak launch, a water shuttle, and retail and office space. The reconfiguration of the parcel will keep the shoreline as public land and will allow for the creation of four acres of public parks and the conversion of 13 submerged acres into a marina. The new law will take effect on January 1st and is the result of Assemblymember Bonta's work with the City of Alameda, the State Lands Commission, Alameda Chamber and Economic Alliance, Bike Walk Alameda, East Bay Yimby, and North Waterfront Cove. For full details, including a map of the reconfiguration, head to alamedapost.com news. On Tuesday, the Alameda Police Department held a ceremony which included birthday greetings, a promotion, and the swearing-in of three new officers. After opening remarks by Mayor Marilyn Ezzi Ashcraft, APD Chief Nishant Joshi called on Lieutenant Alan Kubayama, who was presented with balloons, a birthday cake, and a rendition of Happy Birthday. Next on the agenda, a promotion. Tyson Siebert was promoted to the rank of sergeant. Afterwards, three new officers were welcomed to the force, Thomas Trin, David Wharton, and Jose Mercado. Trin and Wharton most recently served as BART officers, while Mercado was a member of the Oakland PD. Additionally, three new staff members were hired, and there were commendations and employee recognition. And finally, cake. For details and photos, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com news. Some unwelcome news in the water. San Francisco Baykeeper has confirmed that heterosigma akashiwo, the algae that caused last year's massive fish kill, is once again blooming in the area. 
Thus far, Berkeley, Emeryville, and Albany have been confirmed. Wednesday, the city of Alameda noted on their Facebook page that the red algae has been spotted in Seaplane Lagoon. While this particular algae is not necessarily harmful to humans, it can cause a mild skin irritation. It's also recommended to keep pets out of affected water. If you see an algae bloom, you can report it to the baykeepers. Find that link in our article at alamedapost.com features. As reported in episode 62, the Reshape Housing Project at Alameda Point was approved by the city council on a four-to-one vote, with councilmember Trish Herrera-Spencer dissenting and questioning why the city was providing a multi-million dollar loan to the developer. On July 21st, the Post published a letter to the editor from Todd Hickman also questioning this loan, as well as an earlier $300,000 loan to Firebrand Artisan Breads to assist in the completion of their recently opened cafe on West Tower Avenue at Alameda Point. Our own Karen Jensen has taken a closer look at these two loans and has presented the full story of why the city ultimately decided to move ahead with these loans. For the Reshape project, it essentially comes down to speeding up the process of the development of low-income housing. The developer, BC West Midway LLC, is building both the infrastructure of Reshape as well as the market value West Midway development. The city has opted to front the money to the developer so Reshape infrastructure construction doesn't have to wait for the sale of the West Midway homes. In the case of Firebrand, in arguing for extending a low-interest loan to facilitate completion of the cafe, community development manager Walker Toma emphasized that Firebrand focuses on hiring local people with high barriers to employment, such as those experiencing homelessness and the formerly incarcerated, making it well-suited to its proximity to the upcoming reshaped development. Mr. Toma also cited sales tax revenue and the rehabilitation of an area with minimal retail, which could attract further investment. It should be noted that the city issued a similar loan to Alameda Entertainment Associates LP in 2007 to help fund improvements to the historic Alameda Theater. Ultimately, the council voted 3-2 in favor of the Firebrand loan, with Trish Herrera-Spencer and Tony Dysog dissenting. Karen's done an excellent job examining this issue. There are a lot of moving parts, as you can imagine. Look for her article at alamedapost.com news. Since 1984, Pam Drake has been running Dance 10. What started small has grown to 80 classes a week with over 500 students, not to mention Drake's guiding hand for Alameda's famous tap-dancing Christmas trees. She's not going anywhere, but is passing ownership of the studio to longtime manager and studio alum Ryan Justice. A few years ago, she had thought about retiring, but she noted, quote, When the pandemic hit, I knew I had to do everything I could to keep the studio active and meaningful for the kids who were having their lives so curtailed. We figured out how to keep the energy and the dance flowing, even if it had to be virtual. But now we're back to classes nonstop in our beautiful studio space, and I knew I could pass the reins to Ryan at this time. Take a walk down memory lane and find out what's next for the studio at alamedapost.com features. Looking for a new furry friend? Friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter holding an adoption fair this weekend at the shelter. Dog adoptions are half price, and kittens are two for the price of one. Pets adopted from Foz come with a lot of perks, including spaying or neutering, vaccinations, a microchip, preventative deworming, flea control, up to $200 in reimbursement for dog training, one free vet exam, and plenty of free post-adoption support. I've been walking a lot of the dogs at Foz lately, and there are some charmers looking for their new homes. Get the details and some great pictures at alamedapost.com features. Oh, and a hello to listener Corinne, who was walking dogs at Foz the other day, and she said she was there because she heard it on the postcast. 
Congratulations to the Alameda anchors of the Bay Area Collegiate League for taking the championship this past weekend with a convincing 14-0 win over the Napa Deep Roots in a game that was called in the fifth inning due to the league's mercy rule. Find Liz Barrett's coverage at alamedapost.com features. While we're talking baseball, Alameda's own Brian Wu had his work cut out for him Thursday night in Anaheim as he was matched up against Shohei Otani. Look for coverage of Brian's latest start with the Mariners on the Post's Facebook page. Join Dennis Evanoski and Adam Gillett for our latest walking history tour, A.A. Cohen and his Fernside Estate, this Saturday at 10 a.m. If you can't make it then, it will be repeated Sunday, August 12th. Details at alamedapost.com tours. A couple of fantastic events to mark your calendar for on August 19th. Join the West Alameda Business Association starting at 3 p.m. at the Alfresco Dining Park for a bohemian summer celebration with art, food, music, all capped off by a concert from San Francisco's Fleetwood Macrame, paying tribute to, you guessed it, Fleetwood Mac. Find details on the association's Facebook page. Also on the 19th, you can pour your heart out as Rhythmics Cultural Works presents their fundraiser for youth arts programs from 4 until 7.30, Food from your favorite local spots, wine tastings, and music from Shell's Juke Joint. Details at alamedapost.com slash events. Speaking of the Post's event calendar, tonight, Friday, August 4th, Rhythmics Cultural Works presents Ship of Fools, a giant puppet odyssey from Olympia, Washington's String and Shadow Puppet Theater at Gene Sweeney Park. Saturday, Faction Brewing presents a beer festival with a mission, Ales for ALS. Join Faction and over 40 area breweries as they raise funds to battle ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, as many know it. 21 and over, no children or infants, and no dogs. Details on Faction's webpage. Lots more going on. Be sure to check out alamedapost.com events. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon, as well as our own subreddit. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with Episode 65 of the Alameda Postcast.